This is episode 172, Reshape the Story of Your Past with Tiffany. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. When this show airs, it will be the day after Christmas. If you celebrated Christmas, I hope you had a very Merry Christmas. And if you don't, I hope you had a very merry and happy whatever you celebrate. I'm in Colorado with my love, Stephanos. I had a few days with friends and then went out to Vail and spent Christmas with my family and my sister's husband's family. It was Stefano's first white Christmas because he has uh, he's from Australia and it's summer there. He was telling me the other day their Christmas trees are plastic. I'm like, he had a plastic Christmas tree? And it makes sense because I guess Christmas trees, do they first of all, do they grow in Australia? And second, it's summer there. So I imagine, you know, they'd be kind of all dried, <laughs> dried up. So it was fun to experience Christmas through his eyes. And you know, this is just a beautiful time of year. I mentioned this before to really spend some time going within as well. Uh, for those of us on this side of the world, it's winter and that's the time to hibernate, to not be so distracted by outside things, to, to spend a lot of time all cozied up inside ourselves, especially as we start to come upon the new year. And I have a couple of things that will help you really bring in this new year with intention and let go of 2018 with grace. So this Saturday, my coach's corner, I always air my intention setting and release ceremony. So that will be there, but I'm going to have a new intro for you talking to you a little bit about uh, 2019 and what 2018 was about. Also, I'm doing another virtual group coaching and guided meditation program. I did that in December. It was a big hit, so I'm going to keep doing it every month. These are virtual events you attend through Zoom, through your computer or phone, super easy. And I come on and I teach. I basically kind of channel (laughs) whatever is up. And then I guide you through a guided meditation visualization. And that meditation and visualization is a gift to you. So it's recorded and then sent to you as a download. And then I take people live to coach. And even though it's Zoom, I'm the only one who's seen. So if you want to come on the call, it's not like everybody in the world is going to see you. It's just a group coaching call and you can chat with other people in the chat box. Only $20. If you want to join me for the January 3rd event, it's christinehassler.com slash group. Again, christinehassler.com slash group. And if you missed my free holiday meditation that was my gift to you, you can still grab that at christinehassler.com slash holiday. Today, I have a great session with Tiffany, and I highly encourage you to listen all the way to the end because it gets super juicy at the end. And, And sometimes I'm just, well... A lot of the time, I'm amazed at what spirit drops in for me in terms of the words and the metaphors that I use. So this is an interesting one with Tiffany, so you'll want to catch that. Also, Tiffany is 26, which is young. You know, when I was 26, I thought I was so old. (laughs) But now I realize that's a baby. And we're talking about reshaping her story. So for those of you like me who are not 26 and a bit older, no matter what age you are, it's never too late to reshape your story. So don't think just because Tiffany's a young woman that if you're a a wiser, older man or woman that you can't shape your story or it's too late for you because it's absolutely not. 
as you are listening to this call, consider when it comes to really letting go of your past and letting go of your story, do you go through phases? Like sometimes you're doing a really good job of it. You think you're really on track. And then other times you just can't seem to get out of the pain of your past. Have you ever quit something and then you're scared to go back to it? Like you quit something, you gave up for whatever reason, and you're scared to go pursue it again. Have you mentally reframed a story or an event that happened to you, but you still have a lot of feelings attached to it? Like mentally, you can reframe it and tell yourself a different story about it, but it still feels kind of the same. And do you have artistic or even creative abilities or expressions that you've suppressed because they aren't quote unquote goal orientated enough? So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my call with Tiffany. But before we jump into that call, I want to thank my very supportive, pun intended, sponsor, Third Love. So Third Love is one of my very, very, very favorite things in the world. It is how I have found really the perfect bra for me. Because Third Love has used millions of real women's measurements They design their bras with breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit and incredible feel. Third Love is an industry leader with 70 sizes, including its signature half cup sizes. And there's really true quality in every stitch. And it's so convenient. How amazing is it not to have to go to those fluorescent lit dressing rooms, take off all your clothes and try on a gazillion different bras. You can do it from the comfort of your own home and you're so likely to get the size that fits right away rather than have to try on a gazillion of them because you can take their free Fit Finder quiz. So over 10 million women have taken this quiz to date. It's actually fun and takes less than a minute to complete. And you can find your best fit from the Fit Finder quiz. And Third Love offers double the number of sizes that most other brands offer. They're hands down the most comfortable bra you'll own. Tagless labels, no itching, no straps that will slip, ultra soft smoothing fabric, lightweight and super thin memory foam cups. And they have 100% fit guarantee. They're dedicated to help you find the perfect fit. I also love their new cotton selection. Very conscious with what I put so close to my body. I prefer 100% cotton, which is why I'm super excited about this line. So Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash over it now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash over it for 15% off today. And now on to my coaching call with Tiffany. Tiffany, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, Christine. I guess my main question is, I feel like I'm holding on to a lot of my past and a lot of my story, and I'm not really sure about how to let that go. I feel like I've done a little bit of work now to where I'm at this point where I'm very comfortable with myself and I'm really working on a lot of healing, but I just feel like there's this block where I'm trying so hard to level up, but I just can't seem to get the grasp. Okay. And what part of the story are you having the hardest time letting go? Pretty much the whole thing, actually. Mm. I guess I have some mother issues and then I've got some traumatic experiences attached to that. And I've got some separate experiences dealing with the loss of my parent. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of pain there. Mm-hmm. And even though I feel like I've kind of come to peace with it, I just, I think at the end of the day, I've got some mommy issues. Okay. And what do you think your mommy issues are? Well, my mother wasn't really present 
I was raised by my grandmother. So I think that I kind of have some issues with feeling neglected, abandonment. Mm -hmm. It's been hard for me to connect with other people. I feel like it has, it's just been a constant flow of uncertainty and alertness and alarmness and like not really a stable foundation to where now it's not like that at all. I've really built this life where it's very safe, very open, very comfortable, but I think my body is still kind of stuck in remembering all of the other not so gravy stuff. Okay. And what have you done to clear this or to work on it? Well, I've actually, I read your book, which is really nice, Expectation Hangover. So mm-hmm. I tried to connect more with my inner child. I did some journaling. I keep a photo of my childhood self with me. And I feel like I'm able to be quite kind with myself, but it's still hard for me at some point to really feel like young to see, like I, I feel like I had to grow up so quickly that it's like such a distant part of me. Right. Okay. What are you wanting to up level? Like what is the next level you're wanting to get to? Well, I, I dropped out of college a few years ago mm-hmm. and I've kind of put my life on hold because I had a little bit of a life meltdown where mm-hmm. I lost my adopted parent to a really hard battle with cancer that was very mm-hmm. short-lived and I, I was 19 at the time mm-hmm. it was just very hard for me mm-hmm. so since then I have just kind of put my life on hold and now I'm at this point where I'm very happy I'm mm-hmm. very like ready to keep continuing I want to maybe go back to school but it's just like it's a bunch of big goals and big feelings that I can't map out smallly right. yet right okay so take a deep breath because that's going to be an important thing for you to breathe more. There's a couple things I want to address here. The first is putting life on hold. I'd like you to not say that anymore. You didn't put your life on hold. You needed a recovery period from a lifetime of trauma, grief, and abandonment. Can you see that? Yeah, I can. If someone tore their knee Would you say to them, you really should be running marathons? No. No. I wouldn't. No. But because, you know, the mother wound's a big wound. And not feeling really loved and accepted by mom and feeling abandoned and neglected by her, there's a lot of beliefs that form in the brain that are not true, that are holding you back in a lot of ways. and. One of the key ones has to do with your worthiness. And you might think, if I'm not doing something, then I'm not worthy. And you've probably spent your life so far in a lot of ways trying to, well, one, stay safe and get love, but also prove your worth. Can you see that? Yeah, I do. I do really. I do see that. Yeah. And so putting your life on hold, that statement is a judgment. And that reveals to me that you're pretty hard on yourself. Completely. Literally. Yeah. And you have big standards of yourself. And part of what may be sort of your obstacle or in the way of achieving the big goals is because your soul and your inner wisdom knows that going out and achieving big goals is not what you need. Not right now anyway. Right now you need probably a little more healing 
a little more care, a little more not putting pressure on yourself to be where you think you should be at 26 that most people aren't until they're 40. Yeah. I can really get ahead of myself sometimes. I I see that. And in a way, (laughs) in a way, like that's been a defense mechanism because it's given you an illusion of control. Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the only thing I think that my head control of, so I really held the reins there. So what would happen if you let go of the reins? You know, like mentally and like if I put logic behind it, everything, it should be really okay, mm-hmm. you know? But I've just got this huge, like a big block of fear just sitting in my chest, you know? like Fear about what? So very, just so very worried that, something is just going to fall apart. It's going to be the worst possible scenario. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Well, of course. That, and the thing is like, I, I can kind of see where a lot of my issues are rooted. And I think that there's like still so much pain attached to them, but it's kind of hard for me to, uh, to like head on address it, you know, it's a mm-hmm. big move. <laughs> mm-hmm. So first of all, you don't have to address it all at once. That's a big thing. You don't have to do it all at once. And of course, you've got a big fear of the other shoe dropping because your life has been basically expectation hangovers, which is why I'm glad you read the book. That's great. Yeah. It's a great start. It's a great basis. So I want to I shift the altitude we're coming from here. Uh-huh. And since you've read Expectation Hangover, you might have already thought about this. Yes, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of mother healing. There's opportunity for you to become more of your own mother. I do think working with some kind of professional is going to be so useful for you, some kind of coach or therapist or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, and know that like your soul did not pick an easy beginning of your life. Like having a mother that abandoned you, having an adoptive parent that died of, of cancer suddenly, like you didn't pick super easy things, but on some level you've picked all this. So what do you think in this in this life your soul is seeking to learn? I think really just how to be at ease with myself. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, how to just be completely comfortable and like how to fully express myself in every way and not feel stifled, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, just a free flowing movement. Mm-hmm. There's something about when you fall into the flow of doing something that you enjoy, where you just kind of, it, it, it flows out of you. It's unwilling. You just yeah. are there. With so it. use I language. Use I language. So say it again, mm-hmm. but don't don't dissociate. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, actually, that's a huge thing for me. I've dissociated for a very long time mm-hmm. where for the past year I've had to consciously, awarely talk to me as I it's very odd well it's not Um, odd do you know why you do that (laughs) why is that well would you say that you had a lot of pain growing up and it was often hard to be you oh yeah yeah so (laughs) yeah just dissociating from our body and from ourselves is one of the ways we protect ourselves yeah so it's just one of the ways you protect yourself I see yeah yeah, so yeah, it's important. Well, 
important to use that I language. And, and so if we look again at the spiritual curricula, because sometimes that helps not only just to put things in perspective, but it even helps to kind of clarify our goals and why we're here. Because a lot of the goals that you have in your head, Tiffany, right now could be goals that are coming from pain. They could be things you think that achieving that thing is going to make you feel loved or is going to make you valuable or those types of things. And so I don't, I'm not concerned that you aren't going out and pursuing these lofty goals because I'm not sure that they're from the most, the, the highest place inside of you, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Give me an example of a goal that's in your, in your mind. Um, a goal that's in my mind is to create at the end of the day, I feel like I'm an artist, but I haven't really been able to create is a thing. And, um, that's one of my big goals is just to do it free flowingly without Mm. any issue. Mm. But I just get so caught up and I've, I've questioned if, um, I went to school for art is the thing. And I dropped out of school after my adopted mother died. And I have questioned if I've only wanted to go back because, like, it was this thing, this time period, you know. Like, this last thing is missing from me being able to do anything else with my life. You know what I mean? Mm. Which, when I say it out loud, sounds pretty wacky. Well, let me ask you this. When you're creating any kind of art, not when you're studying art, but when you're actually creating art... What happens inside of you? It's just like exploration. You know, it's like walking through the woods and seeing a bunch of things that I didn't see before, seeing Mm -hmm. small mushrooms and stuff. You know, are you more in the present moment? Completely. Do you have less anxiety? Oh, yes. I actually Mm -hmm. create sometimes just to shake anxiety. Mm -hmm. And are you kinder to yourself because you're more in a flow state? So the inner critic is a little bit quieter. The, the inner critic is actually silent mm. and it's not, I'm not even kind to myself because I'm just there with myself. Beautiful. So in a lot of ways, art is a way that you express and also a way that you connect to the truth of who you are. And so you don't have to go to art school to do that. Right. That can be something you do every single day as a way to connect with yourself and take the goal off of it. That's actually what I would love to do is to take the goal off of it. I feel like I haven't been able to create solely for myself since leaving school because I have this idea of like, I need to be creating for a different purpose where it's not really for me. Well, right. Because so much of life has been, how do I earn love? How do I get worthy? How do I belong? And (laughs) one of the big parts of mothering yourself is knowing you get to do things just for you. Yeah. Yeah. So what if right now your only goal was to spend an hour a day working on your art? You know, I think it would probably be the uh, most perfect opportunity right now for me to do that. Yeah. So what if that was it? What if that was it? And what if the more you focused on that and the more you decided that art and creating art was going to be a way that you healed and a way that you got the old stories out and transmuted it? 
What if that was the answer to your initial question of, you see, you know, you said, I'm not sure how to let go. I'm holding on to a past story. What if you let go of it through art? What if that's the exit route? That would be pretty serendipitous, I think. Yeah. Because trying to do it in your mind isn't working. Trying to figure it out isn't working. And my sense is it never will for you because you're more of a sensitive, creative type. And you, you don't shift things through talking and through logic and reason. You shift things energetically. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I feel like I have been like physically trying to shift things like with logic. Like if I can put logic behind it, it makes Mm -hmm. sense. Move on, you know, Mm -hmm. but these are the few things that just (laughs) I can't move. Yeah. With, uh, well, with and, and logic will also never heal the mother wound because the logical mind yeah. doesn't, doesn't understand how a mother can abandon a child. Right. But actually, but yeah. the emotional mind, the intuitive mind, that part of our mind and heart can, because it can see her pain and can see yeah. that she couldn't handle the amount of love that you brought in. It was just too triggering for her. She was too wounded to have that relationship and have that amount of love. Logically, you're never going to be able to let go of your story because it will never make sense logically. But from, from the perspective of an artist that creates something out of nothing, that transmutes things, that channels and communicates through art and through expression. Through that, you can start to reshape your story. What kind of art do you do? Um, well, I I used to do a lot of sculpture work, which I <laughs> haven't in a long time. But uh, in the last few years, I've just been painting a lot. Okay, so do you notice how I just said reshape your story? <laughs> and you do sculpture yeah. work? <laughs> yeah. 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 So I I get back to the sculpture too. Get back I to that. I think that's where I want to be. Yeah, yeah. Thing in it. And and again, I've just been trying to use other outlets to express. And, but but know. this is the one that resonates. So and right. and I love it because it's so perfect. You know, you reshape your story. And and you know what, having a mom that abandoned you and an adoptive mom that dies, it is part of your story. You don't have to let go of that. You just are letting go of what you make it mean. You're giving it a new form. Like think of pottery, right? There's a big difference if I make a figurine of something versus a bowl. You know, they're made from the same substance, but two totally different expressions. So the clay is the, is the facts of your life. You, Tiffany, get to shape that into whatever you want to shape it into. You're not stuck in this mold of being abandoned and neglected and, you know, people that you love die. Like that's not the mold and the shape that you're stuck in. Yeah, I really do resonate with that. Yeah. And so if I was reshaping this story, some of how I'd reshape it is I chose a mother who would trigger in me 
a such a deep need for love and connection that it put me on my spiritual path and my personal development path very young in my life so that I could look at me and and look at how I could mother myself and I could heal a lot of my core wounds early in my life and so that I could really value relationship and connections. And that my story now is that I have so many people in my life that I can count on because I've learned as a human being through contrast and the contrast of neglect and abandonment has made me super clear about the kind of relationships I want to have. It's made me value relationships. It's made me want to express myself and nurture the relationships I have and let go of doing, 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 and focus more on who I want to be and who I want to connect with. And so now my life is full of amazing relationships and I express myself, not only in my relationships, but through my art. And I'm an inspiration for others to do the same. I am literally smiling right now. Beautiful. Because, yeah, that is because these are just all things that I truly feel down to my core. Yeah, I do. I really do. That's because I they're truth. I, I think I've just had to like step out of my own way and just accept it and just be kind and calm and know that I am on the right path. Yeah. And that everything has happened right. for me. And stop trying to let go of the story. Just change what you're making it mean. (laughs) Resculpt it. Actually, actually that's what I I intend to do. I think that's that's what I need to do because I've been trying to shake it for a long time. But it it is me. That's me. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's everything to love and to just wrap my arms around and share in the exact way that I want to. And go in when you go, is it, do you do it on a wheel or do you do, how do you, when you do pottery, how do you do it? I do some pottery. I do a lot of woodwork. It's actually what I love to do. Yeah. So I like being in a, in the wood shop. (laughs) Amazing. So you get to take that wood and you get to let it represent something in your life. Let it represent like it could, you could go in and be like this right now represents the, the story I've been telling myself about like, I'm, I'm worthless because I was neglected by my mom or whatever that story is. And you get to reshape uh-huh. that into whatever you want to reshape it into. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how I need to go into things. I, I know it's not what it is. It's, it's just how I'm looking at it. Exactly. Yeah. So have some fun with this. You've had a lot of tears and a lot of pain And let your artist be your healer right now. Let your sculptor be your healer, not your mind. Do it through your hands and your heart. I think that's what I will do. (laughs) Yeah. and, And notice you're smiling and it feels good. So whenever like we're smiling and it feels like truth, that's, that's a good indicator that, that we're on the most aligned path. Right. Trust it. I'm trying so hard in my life now just to, when it feels right, just trust it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) My pleasure. Thanks, Tiffany. Oh, I appreciate it so much. Thanks for having me on this call today. Thank you, Tiffany, for your honesty, for your vulnerability, and for your creativity, because I think what came forward in this call is really going to help so many people out there. So let's break down this call a little bit. 
as you notice, I didn't really do too much processing with Tiffany. It was more about reframing. She's done a lot of work. She's read Expectation Hangover, among other things. And it was obvious that there's some wounding there, a lot of mother wounding. You know, mom not present, raised by grandma, and then the mother figure dying. So there's like a a lot of grief and a lot of abandonment there. And I felt like she had worked with that to a certain point. And diving into it anymore wasn't the thing that was going to best serve her. Really, she needed a mental shift, but she needed the mind and emotions to go together. Because what I felt like was happening inside of Tiffany is her mind was trying to reframe all this kind of positive think, but the feelings were still going on in terms of the fear of neglecting, abandonment, all those kinds of things. So we had to kind of try another approach to get her mind and her heart, basically her thoughts and her feelings in alignment. So the direction I went with Tiffany was really about reframing the story so it would feel differently inside of her. Oftentimes to get out of some of those feelings of grief and neglect and abandonment so they don't keep coming up and up and up and up is we have to relate to the story differently but it can't just be a mental concept. We can't just do it through the mind. So that's why I really elevated our conversation and wanted to look at it from a spiritual perspective. Wanted to look at, all right, why did my soul choose this setup where I'd have so many mother, mother figure type of wounds? You know, why was this set up for me? And when we got into the conversation of, so I would really appreciate people, I would really appreciate connection. I deepened that divine mother inside myself, my connection to the divine mother and that connection to the divine feminine inside myself. And you heard the ways I reframed it and reshaped it with her. And I really want to talk about you and your story right now. So in my mastery course and an expectation hangover, and when I'm coaching people or just out in the world, talking to people about reframing limiting beliefs and reshaping their story, I hear a lot of, well, I know it happened for a reason and it happened for me and it's made me a stronger person. Okay, all that's true, but you guys, that that's not enough. <laughs> that whole like it made me a stronger person and it happened for me, it was really a blessing. That's kind of just positive affirmation and it's not going to create a feeling that's a high enough vibration inside of you to really be grateful for your past and to really be able to reshape and reframe that story inside of you. Because those kind of are just affirmations. They don't connect to a strong enough feeling. But when you can get a little more altitude, spiritual altitude on your story, like really looking at your soul curriculum, and this is stuff I take people through an expectation hangover and my personal mastery course, when you can look from that perspective and go, wow, like what are my soul lessons? It's not just about making you a stronger person. Nobody is like, ooh, wow, I'm a stronger person. Yay. That doesn't create like a feeling of like excitement. But if you can attach it more to, wow, these soul lessons taught me to appreciate the relationships in my life. These soul lessons got me on my spiritual path so that I have a like-minded community now and I have a relationship with God. These experiences have made me a better mother so I can break generational patterns. These experiences have helped me really heal my body so that I can live with, with vitality and enthusiasm. These experiences have taught me major, major life lessons that inform my passion and what I want to do with my life. You see how those kind of reframes and reshaping of the story connect the dots emotionally a little better? 
Now, speaking of emotions, we don't want a spiritual bypass. The kind of reframing that I'm talking about really happens after you've done some emotional clearing work. And I knew Tiffany had, she'd done a lot of that processing. So now it was time to just kind of up level her feelings a little bit and get a different perspective on it. And then from there, tapping into both her creative and artistic ability, we were able to actually give her a physical means to reshape her story. And any of you can do this, whether you're an artist or sculptor or a woodcarver or a painter or not. You can use something like dance, something like drawing, something like writing, anything creative to take your quote unquote old story and reshape it into whatever you want. And as I was saying to Tiffany, this is such a beautiful way to reshape our story because again, it doesn't involve the mind. It's a creative process and the creative centers of our brain are closely connected to the emotional and subconscious centers of our brain. So as we're reshaping something creatively, the neural nets in our brain start to change. So I encourage you, if you feel a little stuck in your story, if you feel like mentally you kind of can reframe the limiting beliefs, but things aren't changing in terms of how you're feeling or behaving, then try to, again, get that spiritual altitude, look at why your soul chose this and how it's good. Like your soul didn't just choose this to make you stronger and prove to yourself that you could get through crappy times. Your soul chose this because there's something really amazing on the other side of this that will make you even more grateful, that'll make you feel like you're contributing even more, that will make you feel even more connected, more appreciative. And then use some kind of creative outlet to reshape the old into the new. Also, this kind of like, I feel like I put my life on hold and I got to pursue these big goals just as we shouldn't go into an artistic project with a goal, right? If we go into any artistic or creative project with a result in mind of how it should look, it's going to impact the creative flow because part of the creative flow is being in the moment, being present and being guided. You know, an example of how I do this is now when I get up on stage and speak, I don't have a prepared speech. I kind of know what I'm going to say, but I get on stage, I feel the audience and I just flow. And I can't be thinking about the goal. I can't be thinking about the bullets I want to hit. I can't be thinking about my closing. I have to be totally in the present moment. And then the speech shapes itself. So when we're in that kind of flow, then life naturally starts to align in a way that's in our highest good. So trying to pursue big, 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 big goals where we're still totally triggered by our old story and we have trouble like being in the moment is kind of pointless because when we pursue big goals from the place of something's wrong and if I achieve this goal, I'm going to feel better, then we're just attached to result making us feel better. So don't think that spending some time creatively reshaping your story, letting go of some old emotional wounds, and giving yourself a pause on knowing what's quote unquote next is a waste of time. Actually, that's some of the most beautiful time that you can spend because the more time you spend going within, the clearer you're going to get about your goals. And given this is my last podcast of 2018, this is a beautiful time to start really, really going within, doing a little reflection on this year and what you've learned. So that takes me to my first takeaway for this episode is really looking at your story and writing down the lessons you learned from it. 
Look at really what your soul curriculum is. And if you need any help with that, grab a copy of Expectation Hangover. It really, really helps guide you through that. Second, do something creative or artistic or expressive and take some pain into it. Like take something that triggers you, take an old thing into a dance class or into an art class and just use it to fuel the creative expression. And you'll notice you have a much better dance class. You'll be a much better writer, much better painter. I talk about this in Expectation Hangover too. Some of the most beautiful art and song and movies were created out of people's pain. They use the creative outlet to alchemize it. Next, as always, be a beautiful parent to yourself. Whatever you didn't get from any kind of parent, be that to yourself. And finally, consider in the new year joining me for my personal mastery course. It's really how you take everything that you're learning on this show to the next level. You can do that at christinehassler.com slash mastery. All right, everybody. That was my last episode for 2018. What an amazing year it has been. Another 52 coaching episodes. Thank you to all of you who listen. Thank you to my amazing team that helps get this show up every week, especially my incredible editor, Eric. Thank you to my beautiful assistant, Sarah, who helps with the scheduling and everything. And thank you to you, of course, for listening. All right, everybody, much love and many blessings. Until next year. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you, so please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.